This is How to Japan. And today, we are going to talk about haircuts. And my, <laughs> my co-worker's laughing there now. But I'll tell you what, this is no laughing matter. Because this man has written a thousand words worth of questions for me. Why am I your co-worker? Did I say co-worker? Co-host? Co-host. <laughs> I work Would all day. Would you be considered co-workers? Oh. Right, if this is our job, then yeah. Yeah, I'd consider it a job. Hey, hey, you know, you know that old adage: if you love what you do, you never work a day of your life. Oh yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is very true. Don't you want to punch the balls of the guy who came up with that one? <laughs> <laughs> Bam! But you're right. Yeah, I did. I did write quite a number of words in the form of questions directed at you on haircuts because yes. when we decided on this topic last week, I was pretty random. In fact, why did you come? A- why did you decide on haircuts? A brainstorming. Okay. Yeah, not really like... And the uh, fact that I was all for it. Yeah. I mean, that just goes, goes <laughs> yeah. to show that we've, there's no rhyme or reason with any of the fucking topics we choose. There's probably about 10 to 15 different topics that uh, people who listen are like, why don't you Why don't you talk about this? And if there's anyone listening, you can always give us suggestions because we are pulling things out of our ass, basically. So... <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Uh, Hey, did you ever sport a mullet? No. No. Okay. Why uh, did you? Um, I think I may have in elementary school at some point or maybe junior high school when I wanted long hair, but I wasn't allowed to really have long hair. So it was acceptable for us to have short hair in the front and long hair in the back, mm. which I guess for some some people looks okay, but for most people looks terrible. Um, I think, I think Jeff Goldblum had a, he had a mullet for a while, didn't he? Yeah. I think yeah, he, he, he has, I think he, he kind of looked good in his mullet. Yeah. Certain people can carry off their mullet. Mm. I, I haven't seen people it. can wear whatever the hell they want. And yeah. They'll always look classy. Yeah. I've never seen a Japanese person with a mullet though. Have you? Yeah. Neither have I. Yeah. Is that just blew right over him? Well, we weren't here in the eighties, so we don't really know. But um, hmm. there aren't any like country bumpkin Japanese people with mullets. Just doesn't, hmm. just doesn't seem to fit the thing. Um, so you know, most people like when you first. I want to start off with with maybe our first experiences. Hey, you know, like uh, when you first come here and you want to get a haircut. Can you remember like how you felt? What were your thoughts on that? Like when you... Yeah, well, I remember the first time I got a haircut because I was with my host family at the time. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you were here in high school. Uh, oh, actually, after that, the second oh, okay. time. Oh, so okay. when I came over for the... Yeah, uh, the first time I was in high school, I didn't get a haircut then. But then the second time I came over, uh, which is the same time now where where I am now, and which is a long stretch of time yeah uh, that i've been in japan uh i remember coming back and staying with them and then over i think it was a month or two months later i i I decided i wanted to get a haircut and i expressed my desire to my host mother and she said okay i'll take you Mm -hmm. and so she did okay that's easy enough yeah she took me to um one of those barbers okay was Japanese, it uh, like Japanese barber? <clears throat> yeah, some of those places are like uh, so old style. I, there was one place I was uh, when I lived in Omiya. It was just like the seat was so old. It was like this black vinyl seat, and it was propped up on a little metal base, and the the had arms on either side, and on one side of arm there was a place where you could put out a cigarette. There was an ashtray in the arm of wow. the chair. Yeah, so it kind of smelled like cigarettes a little bit. And this is like 10 years ago. So, and people, I guess, could still smoke while they're mm. getting a haircut. <laughs> so I could see right. it doesn't, yeah. doesn't seem like exactly the, the safest procedure, but you can do that. 
Well, you could right. at this place. But uh, what, what what was it? Was it like that, or was it? Did it just feel a little bit newer, or? It was um, one of those places, like with the pole. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Barber's yeah. pole with a helix of colored stripes, right? Know, red, white, and blue. And uh, actually, that was my first time. I'd never. Mm-hmm. I don't think in New Zealand I ever encountered like really? a real barber shop. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah yeah. Uh, they were just like hairdressers. Right. Uh, I remember going in and sitting down, uh, waiting, waiting in the queue, and once a seat opened up, mm-hmm. uh, my host mother went up to the barber because I couldn't speak any Japanese, so mm-hmm. she helped explain to the barber what I wanted, which mm-hmm. was very simple, just short. Right. Make it short. And and also the clientele, they were all in their 50s. Right. I think oh, I was okay. the youngest yeah, to yeah. ever step foot into this place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then, uh, whippersnapper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, she she after she communicated my request, I yeah I sat there and it was it was a great experience. Okay. It was just so relaxing. Did um, you get like a massage? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. I remember. I remember getting a little bit of a massage, and I didn't have any facial hair. Uh-huh. It had to worry about so right. none of the shaving, you know, the cream lathering up the cream to shave, you know, like in those movies or television shows when you see someone at a barber shop, nothing like that. Right. But um, but I got the wet towel over my face, and that yeah, was a great experience. Yeah. Um, oh, and I think um, the way he uh, navigated my scalp with <laughs> like. I like delicacy your tr- and efficiency. Yes, yes. It was like it was like I was like in the hands of a craftsman. Wow. You know? It was like somebody who knows their art. Yeah. It's someone who's using who's mastered his art and is using my using a paintbrush in the form of a of different shaped scissors and the blank sheet of paper or canvas is my scalp. Mm. That's wow, the way scalp. I would view it. Yeah. Uh, wow. I mean you uh, I never heard anyone Use the term navigate to describe what someone does with scissors. So, <laughs> that's pretty Well, the reason why <laughs> is because it still stands out in my mind compared to many of the other hairdressers that I've come across um, yeah. in Japan. Well, what, what was your first time? Okay. <laughs> it's like the first time I lost my virginity. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, so, so I was living in a dorm in Jiugaoka, and I heard from some classmates that... They went to the 109 building in Shibuya. At the top of the 109 building, there's a little beauty salon type thing. 109 buildings, this famous building in a busy shopping district of Tokyo. Young people go there to enjoy shopping and drinking. So um, I thought, well, okay, if these people went there to get a haircut, I figure I could. And I didn't really have a lot of Japanese under my belt. And there was no no Japanese people are going to go with me to help me out there. So, you know, I go to Shibuya and I uh, go out the uh, Hachiko exit. And anyway, I go straight down to 109 building and I go right up to the top floor. And there were two women cutting people's hair. And I walked through the entrance and they turned to me and they said, Gaijin Dame, no foreigners. So I was dismayed. Because I was all planning, because the people who told me they went there, they said like, oh, you just get some, they show you magazines, and you, it's no problem. You just show magazine pictures of what you want, and then you don't really need to speak Japanese at all. And I was like, okay, well, that, that sounds like it'll work. So I was thrown away. So I had to go back all the way down. I don't know how many floors 109 building is. But I went all the way back down, down to the, the, the first floor, ground floor there. I went dejected back to my home station of Jiogaoka, and I just started to randomly walk around the station. And it's Jiogaoka is a nice little station area. Have you ever been to Jiogaoka? Jiogaoka. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice little area, right? Yeah, yeah. A I lot like of it. nice little cute little boutiques and. I used to uh, teach there when I was working at this uh, Simon Gakko, this private uh, kind of college. They had campuses in Shinjuku, Jugoka, and Yokohama. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I went to Jugoka all the time. So it's kind of like, a, you would say it's like a kind of a stylish place, right? Yeah, it's nice. Very yeah. up- upmarket. 
yeah, upmarket, nice little place, and and it was. I like don't a, know. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know. There are racist fucking women there. Oh no, that's Shibuya. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I thought yeah. you were in Jugoka. Okay. Yeah. See, that's why you know I like to stop and engage you with conversation. Yeah. Otherwise, so, I, I lose the thread. Yeah, you're losing the thread there. Probably same with the list. Got the like, I got the short term memory of a fruit fly. Or yeah, yeah. yeah I get but, what you're saying. Yeah, we got. Hey, 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 hey! I'm not telling you. Hey, that's that's your words, not mine. <laughs> I, you know, like I think everyone, probably people listening to me, are like, "What the hell is this person talking about for the past three minutes?" He's talking about going to get a haircut. He hasn't even entered a place that will allow him to get a haircut. So okay, so well, I'm. Well, what about the racist bitches in Shibuya? Why mm. would there be racist bitches like that? In Shibuya of all places. I know that. I was really surprised because, you know, we, we would go there. My classmates would always go there uh, to drink in Shibuya. And it seemed like a very international area. Lots of young people. Very open, busy vibe. And I don't know. They just got tired. You know, I think they, they probably, uh, maybe they were like, we, we, can't, we can't do this right now. We, we don't want to deal with this right now. Right. They were in their 20s or 30s, these hairstylists. So, um, Isn't that illegal? Probably. I mean, mm. sure. But I, I just, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go down that, you know. Uh, I w- oh, and then I, I called the Human Rights Watch because somebody <laughs> wouldn't give me a haircut. <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, hey, everybody, look at my problem, my sad story about not being yeah. able to get a haircut. You know, yeah. it's like... Uh, well, yeah. I'm glad you got a platform now. Yeah, yeah, I got a platform on which you to can talk get it out. The issues, <laughs> the issues that really matter in the world, you know, whether or not some random white guy in Japan didn't yeah. can get it. If you if you remember <laughs> the name of the, of the place, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something that happened like so, 20 years ago. So anyway, all right. So so okay. So you're in Jugoka. So you're walking around. And I'm walking around. It's very boutique-y, upscale type of place. Type of place where, like, supermarket, uh, the, 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 the supermarket parking, parking lot is filled with Mercedes Benzes. And wait, women walk wait, around. hang on. Yeah, what's that? Why why leave Shibuya when there are fucking hundreds of other hairdressers there? Why get on the train to go to Jugoka? Because that's where I lived. And I was, Jiogaoka, Shibuya is the type of place, even in my 20s, I would get on the train and, and, I, and I, would, I would get on the train and it's only like 15 minute ride, right? I get off the train, I walk to the Hachiko exit and I would be exhausted. Ah, uh, okay. Do you, you understand what I'm saying? Because like yeah. there's so many people. So I many people. Yeah. I, I didn't understand. That, that does sap your energy levels, right? It, Having to that, deal with so it many do people. That to you too? Yeah. Yes. Like, people say, yeah. it's, you know, I, I start off by saying it's exciting. It's bustling. No, it's mm. energy stealing. Sapping. It, sapping. Yeah. It saps all of your energy because you go out those exits and it's just like, oh, fuck. It's 26 year old guy. Mm. You know, I'm not like some like schleppy, schlep, schleppy old man. I'm like, oh yeah. my god, I'm so fucking tired. So yeah. I, I would, I just go back to Jiogaoka where it's quieter. There's not as many people. It's upscale. Hey, and like, uh, like, uh, finish my supermarket story. There's old ladies with fur coats, and they have tiny dogs in their bags shopping for 300 yen apples. That's what Jiogaoka's like. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a summation of Geogaoka. Okay. That's so perfect. anyway, I'm walking around and I see this uh, little uh, place. Uh, I figure it's a little, looks like a boutique little haircut place. I'm like, well, this, this looks cute. And I look in the window like I'm a lost puppy, you know, and I open the door and it goes ding-a-ling because there's a little bell on the door. This is 20 years ago. I remember these details. It was a nice sunny afternoon around three or four o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. So I walk yeah. in there and I see some hairstylists and they're all young Japanese people, all wearing nice, fancy clothes. And I say, uh, I want to get a haircut. And they all smile and they're all very kind and nice to me. And uh, they sit me down and we had some small talk conversations and they washed my hair vigorously to make my scalp feel all comfortable. And then they shampooed it and took the shampoo out. And then they combed my hair, 
then they cut it and it looked really nice and then they gave me one of these massages that I asked you whether or not you got a massage mm. and we don't get massages at places in America that was yeah, like yeah. completely new to me I was like what the fuck is this this is great and for 4000 yeah 40 bucks it cost me 40 bucks to get this haircut which for a student is a little bit expensive but I was you know drawing straws there you know just trying to figure out where to go and so that was my first experience with actually getting a haircut in japan a little boutique mm, mm. haircuttery in jiogaoka was it the first and last time you spent 40 bucks on a haircut no it, it wasn't oh you really know, i'm I'm, impre- I'm pretty stupid so um <laughs> there is your like words these, not mine yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly i'm not gonna uh, I'll do the heavy lifting for you on that side. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I, you know, like they have these ridiculous slogans in, in these haircutteries. Sometimes these fat hair salons, like realize your human potential. Like, uh, and I, I know mm. they're not real, but like, I was like, this haircut is going to make me realize my human potential. Mm. So I'm gonna go here. I know <laughs> I'm doing it ironically a little bit, but I go into this place. I didn't realize anything. It was an okay. Haircut. <laughs> it was 3000 yeah. yen. I realized that they yeah. took my money, you know, but you know, Hey, what about this? This is something I want to ask you. What, what the fuck is with like these hair salons that have, they're huge. They have balconies inside and pillars right. like roman pillars what is going yeah. on with that it has a lot to do with the hrinki mm-hmm. which is in japanese it's called hrinki in english it's it means mood or atmosphere a lot of women i think no, no matter what country you are maybe some countries more than others but a hairstyle means a lot to women that uh can really make you know really make your identity a lot of your identity is caught up with your hairstyle and i think it's not just getting your hair cut but it's building trust with the hairdresser and also having a an environment in which you can feel comfortable or a star or someone who's like a celebrity or you want to feel you want to feel special when you get your hair cut, because a lot of these women are spending hours there in a, in a hair salon. So I could imagine that would be the, the reason why. And the only reason I know that is because I went to these fucking places. Oh, I went wow. to hair okay. salons. Yeah. I spent 30,000 yen. No shit. 300, 300 American dollars. Get the hell out of here. Every four, five months I would go in, spend 300 American dollars for straightening my hair. Holy shit. You didn't know that? I knew you straightened your hair, but I didn't know it cost $300. Yeah. Three hours, three hours sitting in that fucking chair to have my hair straightened. Jesus and, Christ. And this is something I, I, no, I'd like to forget, but because yeah. we're covering fucking haircuts, yeah. <laughs> I've got to bring, gotta, bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, I, I think I, I, I think I, I, I straightened my hair for a good two years. Mm. So if that's two or three, yeah, three times a year, I would get my hair straightened. And many of these different hair salons uh, I would go to, I would just uh, want my hair straightened and go through the rigmarole, the, you know, the, the amount of work it takes. Because my hair is thick and mm. curly and yeah. wavy, and I hated it. I, I don't know why I, I'm still trying to pinpoint the exact reason. I think it was just something to do with me wanting something new. Yeah. I'm in Japan, and I want something new, and everybody has straight hair. Right. And a part of me was like, well, I always wanted straight hair, and I'm, I'm envious, and I want to get straight hair too, and I had the money. Hmm. And uh, so I put myself through that. And I looked pretty good. I, I, I have to admit, I, I look yeah. pretty good. Uh, I looked I look good with straight hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least in my eyes, mm-hmm. um, but then uh, I think at some point uh, you know I didn't really have the money, and then uh, I decided to just get my hair cut, and I found out about thinning. Have you ever heard mm-hmm. of thinning? Uh, the uh, yeah. Well, there's male pattern baldness. 
No. <laughs> I know you're not talking about that. Yeah, there are these special scissors you use on your hair. Right, for right, right, right. Wavy and thick hair. Yeah, so there are yeah. these scissors that don't cut your hair, but they thin your hair. Right. So I don't know. I don't remember how I discovered them. Maybe someone told me about them. But I said, oh, I just requested thinning at this like cheap fucking place. It was like mm-hmm. under like 10 bucks. And I said, oh, can you thin my hair? And they're like, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, yeah. And I said, well, just keep it, just cut it. And also um, don't take off too much of the top, but just thin it. And, and, and once I got that done, I thought, you know what? This looks straight. <laughs> right. <laughs> fucking straight. I'm spending <laughs> fucking 300 bucks and I could get it for under 10 bucks with these fucking straightening scissors. I wanted to, ah, uh, I just felt like shitting myself in the fucking head. You know, this mm. is like completely ridiculous, but, um, but that just goes to show I got captured by this feeling in Japan of, um, you know, haircuts and hairstyles really make, you know, making the man or the woman. Mm-hmm. And I got caught up with it and I just realized, no, um, I, I became more confident uh, with myself. Maybe I built up some self-esteem. Mm-hmm. But what kind of sad fucker had to go through all that to realize that you know, um, getting you know being an, an alcoholic and getting getting that under control, and then getting their nutrition under control, getting some exercise in, and then just realizing, no, I'm actually happy. Yeah, I don't need any kind of external recognition. You know, you mm-hmm. know, you know when you're when you're feeling low. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes people find confidence through, um, you know, they build up their self-esteem through mm-hmm. acquiring material possessions. Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, status-seeking. Yeah. Ah, Status-seeking yeah, yeah, yeah. behavior. Yeah, definitely, so I think that was definitely. like part of it as well for me. Mm. Has anything well, of what I said made sense to you? I think many things have made sense and you're, you're piecing together your own self-worth in this podcast mm. and we're just talking about hair what, what i what, what i yeah. suspected uh, i would cover in fucking haircuts yeah i'm talking <laughs> about like like uh, i want to my next topic is like hey what about the hygiene in these places sometimes yeah. or hey why the hell you know i was uh, thinking about you know you're talking about like dentists a long time ago and how there's like a dentist on every corner there's like a hair cuttery place a hair salon oh and like, absolutely there's so many and that's what i wanted yeah. to like think about is like how the hell can they the upkeep the the overhead for this pillared inside Roman pillared balcony thing with like mm. statues and shit? Right. I don't see like tens of tens of customers in these places. It's like how can they handle the overhead? It's like what are the emperor of some random tiny country well, in Asia is like funding them or something? It's like. <laughs> Oh, I just told you I, I pay three hundred bucks. Yeah, now I, I can know. imagine some. Of, I can imagine some of these women were paying more. I guess they have enough uh, uh, wealthy women in Japan to uh, cover the costs for all this uh, stuff. Man, Jesus Christ, things are expensive. I mean, that's like I you know I thought I was I I paid five thousand yen for a haircut once, and I was like, damn, that was expensive. Three hundred dollars. Was it? Was it worth it? The five thousand um, that you got? Uh, not really. I mean, it was just, you know, you, sometimes you know, it's like I just wanted to feel secure. Like I know I'm going to get a good haircut, and then I realized like it's not that different from the other haircuts I get. So I don't really need this, you know. Yeah, so yeah. but now I just go to places that are like. 1600 yen or a thousand yen i would i have been going to one place that was 1100 yen but then i i had to stop because of you know certain circumstances uh but then i go to a place that's closer by now 1600 yen. well what what circumstances were there well i don't want to say because i know were you, you like were you every... sexually abused and no, during your, <laughs> your time in the chair yes yeah, so i was <laughs> There was, you know, I I know this is another human rights watch discussion <laughs> that we have to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> what do white, they do to you? Middle class <laughs> white man has problem at hair cutting in Japan. Please put that up on all your websites. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's just because uh, I know you like to have evergreen stuff, but this is like a COVID related thing. I don't want to go to the station. Because there's, mm, mm, you know, mm. we're in the middle of this pandemic, so yeah. I decided to avoid that place. I see. Yeah, I see. Uh, so uh, in the meantime, I've been going to another place. But can I tell you? Did I ever tell you the the comb story? 
Did I ever tell you my trials and tribulations with combs? Nah, yeah, go go, go on, go on with the combs. Okay, go on. so I was going to this one place called Cut A. So, you know, okay. it's real upscale with two words in the name. One's an alphabet, you know, big wow, A, yeah. big A, yeah, yeah. cut A, cut A what? Okay, cut a big <laughs> fart in the face. I think that's what it means. Anyway, there's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's a chain. It's a chain uh, place that's all over my city and I guess all over the prefecture or whatever the hell. And there's one that's close to my house, about a kilometer away. So I'd often walk there and uh, go to this place and sit down. It's not exactly 100% clean, but, you know, it's clean enough. And they have this point card system. Like every 10 haircuts, you get like a, a thousand yen off or something, your haircut. So it's got this point card. And it was on my ninth haircut. And uh, this guy there, it was all these middle-aged guys who cut your hair. And, they, you know, they, they look fine enough. Or whatever the hell and uh cut my hair and this guy's cut my hair all you know acceptable whatever the hell it wasn't a five thousand yet haircut it was good enough for me he's cutting it there boom 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 and he's got his black comb and he's combing my hair and then he drops the comb and it falls on the ground so he picks mm. up the comb and he he just does this here i'll show you in the thing he he takes the comb and he wipes it on his shirt and then right. continues yeah. to comb my hair with the comb that fell right. on the dirty fucking floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you know me. You like you know me. I I don't like con confrontation. This person dropping and then combing a dirty comb through my hair. <laughs> no, but he wiped it on his shirt though, didn't he? Yeah, but oh yeah, that that fixes everything. <laughs> <laughs> The place where other people's hair has fallen on the ground. Yeah, they sweep yeah, it up, yeah. but still there's little particles of shit. He's walking around with his shoes. I walked there on my mm. shoes. I came from outside, and so did everyone else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he picks his freaking comb up, and he combs my hair. So, little, you know, I didn't get that 10th haircut because I never went back to that place. So here, here's who it continues. Here's my saga continues. And this is, this is a human rights watch. This is this is what should be posted. The the the, the co contaminated combs continue. Yeah, can, yeah, yeah. The the now oh, Jesus Christ. I go to another place. It's even smaller. It's not a chain, and it was like a thousand yen for a haircut. The next mm. month, I'm like, oh, I'm going to this place. So I go in. Do there. you haircut like every month? Well, I was. That was a good. That was a good run for me. I was getting like a haircut oh. every month, month and a half. Now you know, I'm like, I. I I start thinking about a haircut after a month, and then it takes me three to four weeks to get the haircut mm. from inception to actually get, going to the haircutter. Because I don't. What made? What makes you think? Uh, what sits? What sits the time where you want to get your haircut? What, what? What? What's the trigger? It seems that it's taking too long of a time to dry my hair with a hair dryer. Oh, okay. Yeah, or okay. like it's getting like bushy or it's not laying correctly. Mm. Like, so I'm just like, ah, oh, fuck, I got to get a haircut. I don't want to mm. go. I don't want to go. God damn it. So then I started thinking about it for three weeks. And then finally I pick a day and I go. Anyway, I go to this place and it's like middle-aged guy. He's got a big, nice beer belly, you know, and uh, he's got very thin hair. And I was like, okay, this guy's going to cut my hair good. He knows what I want. And I tell the hair cutters the same exact thing every single time. Every single time. I have my little spiel. I want my I want you to cut a little bit over my ears. I want you to cut the my my the front of my hair down to the top of my eyebrows or the middle of my eyes. The fringe. Yeah. Yeah, the fringe, yeah. And then keep the keep it keep it a little bit long on the top and cut it short yep. in the back. That's what I tell them every single time. Same exact mm. language. And each person cuts my hair just a little bit differently. And that's proof that it's an art, you know? Yeah. You tell people the same thing, it doesn't matter. Anyway. I, I always just show them photos from my phone. Really? Of awesome. like the last haircut that I liked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just like show them like different angles of my hair that I li like last uh, liked the haircut that I got. And then I just show them these photos and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. So that's pretty practical. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um this guy's got his comb. He's got his black comb in it, and he's combing my hair. And then uh, halfway through the haircut, guess what happens? What? 
He, he drops he, it. Yeah, yeah, he drops the comb. I was like, God damn it, I went to this place because the other guy dropped his comb. What so was the state of the floor? Oh, it was a sp- a very was similar. It like, uh, was it like dog shit everywhere? Oh uh, well, you know, there was <laughs> cat feces. There was rats <laughs> fighting in the corner. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to listeners who don't know, I've got OCD, so yeah. I would never put up with that shit. Mm. Whether it be rat shit or any other shit, you know? anybody dropping a comb and then using it, I'm like, no, 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 no. Can you yeah. please at least pretend that you're getting another comb? I'm sure you've got another comb there somewhere. So you know what he? You know how he cleans it. He takes a piece of paper on his on know, his crotch. He he shoves it in his asshole, <laughs> and he makes damn sure that some little pieces of crap get in there. And then he starts. He wipes his ass with head. your comb, and he's like, "This is my own personal moose." Right, so, uh, no, he takes like a piece of paper, like you know, printer paper. Mm, I don't know where the fuck okay. it came from. And he crumbles like an A four. Like or A4, A3, A4 like paper. Yeah. And he okay. and he wipes it, wipes the comb mm. on this paper. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then he continues yeah. combing my hair. I'm like, God damn it, I gotta find another goddamn hair cutter. These people don't know how to just find another goddamn comb. <laughs> why why what are what is with all these people who drop the combs and then continue combing your hair with it? Wait, wait, it? but hang on, how do you know that if they drop the comb and then they show you, they put the comb in your f- in front of your face, and they they put it on the counter or somewhere, and they take another comb. How did you know they didn't drop that other comb that they're picking up? And they just do that every time they drop a comb. They just want to make make you aware of the fact that, I mean, is it you all just psychological? <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm sure so. most of them don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's psychological. But I mean, you know, I'm a customer. It's like, do you do you want in me America? To come how out? would they handle it if they dropped the comb? Would, I've never, would, I, I th- I've never seen anyone ever drop a comb. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, how how do you think they would? I handle don't it? know the rule book on this because it's only happened. <laughs> Maybe to me it's twice, worldwide, and it happened Maybe it's two a times worldwide a phenomenon. Is there a conspiracy around going on the world? Around the world, they drop their combs and they just use like paper and they wipe it on their fucking on their on their sleeve. I don't know. I don't know it, if it's it, like it, if it, this is unique. How do you know it's unique to Japan? Well, I'm not saying it's unique to Japan. It's just only happened to me twice, two times in a uh, row, two months in a row. Are you saying Japanese can't hold on to combs? Well, I'm saying that, you know... Just with your own experiences. It's never happened to me, but it's happened to you. It's happened to me. I'm not I'm not telling people who are thinking of coming to Japan that they have to worry about whether or not <laughs> people are Bring some extra combs. <laughs> every time you go, take out a comb out of your your front pocket and hand Bring it to them every time to they six drop combs it. And put them in a pocket protector in your front shirt pocket. Come prepared. And pull out combs. Yeah. And well, how many listeners actually give a fuck? With you. Yeah. I can imagine some listeners not giving a fuck. How many care? No, if you were cares. to guess how yeah. many, like the percentage of listeners, how many would care that somebody dropped the comb on the floor and picked it up and 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 you and uh, wiped it on their sleeve or with an A4 piece of paper and then continued going to work on your on your head? Okay, I don't well, know. I, I mean, because I because I've got OCD, I would have said something, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I've too many other people who would have had the same issues as you. Okay, here, let me tell you this. How would your okay. wife? Would you tell your wife about that? Yeah, I told my wife, but. Let, let me tell you my, the reaction of my students. Now, you know, my students don't really laugh at what I say, zero. But like I tell them this story, two different classes, two different groups of students. I told this story, they all laughed at my story. They all thought it was hilarious that the guy dropped the comb, picked it up, and continued to comb my hair with. Oh, me. so they think it's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. So also, it's like racist. <laughs> kind of I don't racist. Know why you it? have to jump? Human rights watch. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Hang on, hang on. No, because they, if these students think that that's fucking hilarious, then that means that they wouldn't put up with this shit. Yeah. They wouldn't put up with like a hairdresser picking it up off the ground and then continue using that fucking same comb on your scalp. Mm-hmm. No, these kids know that in Japanese culture, you don't do that shit. So right. the fact that it's happened to you twice, why am I, um, you know, coming up? I, I said I'm accusing it as racism is because it sounds like racism. Are you, are you disputing that? I, I don't know if it really needs to co- be. I just don't. I don't know. I wouldn't consider racism. It's just kind of like dirty. Because well, you're a dirty foreigner. Oh, okay. All right. 
<laughs> All right, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not getting a new comb for you, you fucking dirty Gaijin fuck. <laughs> I'm going to use this piece of paper on this fucking comb. <laughs> it could be that. It could be that. Hey, hey, I'm open to suggestion. I'm highly suggestible. That's never happened to me in my life. I'm like going to hairdressers here. Jesus Christ. I, even back in New Zealand, I don't yeah. think anybody's dropped it and continued using the comb. It's um, like they have like these haircutting conventions where they, they have like comedians come out and say, hey, so a guy walks into the barbershop and you drop your comb on the floor. And <laughs> what do you do with it? Like, and they just <laughs> like, ah, ah, ah. continue so using it, right? Yeah, because yeah, you're dirty yeah, yeah. motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Customers don't know shit. Yeah, so... Um, so that's been my deterrence over the past few years. So I haven't gone to either of those. But then I, I started going to another cut A near my house that's in the opposite direction of the other cut A. It's on the same street. They're like three kilometers away from each other. And wow. So, yeah. So hey, they've got quite a monopoly. They got a monopoly town. on this street. I'm telling you about that. Mm. You better get your foot in the door on this venture. <laughs> yeah. Come on, people. Start putting down your money for Cut A. Are you the next venture capitalist in the Cut A industries? Join us. But, okay, this this place gets lots of business. This is how busy this fucking place is. I, the place opens at 9. I leave my house at 8.50. I get there at 9. The door opens... And people already have numbers and they're all filing in with their numbers already pre-taken. So, yeah. So you're like, you're talking about the machine at the front where you put in the money and you get a ticket. It it, it doesn't have that system. Oh, You you actually just take a card, like a a card inside a plastic sleeve. And all these people took a card out of a sli- uh, out of a little box and by the register they went back in their cars and waited for the shop to open there was like eight people ahead of me it's wow. like the hell so you're, you're like telling the- me that there are not there are not enough cut A's they got to open up more yeah, cut they got they need more cut A's <laughs> that's why i'm telling you you need to put your foot in the door on this venture yeah Start. yeah a lot of investment opportunities in your town yeah. for hairdressers yeah Got to get what? in. I got I got QB House. Have you heard of yeah. QB House? Oh, yeah, QB House. So yeah, in Tokyo, uh, there are QB houses at every station. They're probably yeah, every, everywhere. You can't you can't miss them. And many years ago, like like when I when I told you that story about getting my hair straightened and then saying like fuck this, what am I doing with my life? Right. And then I um and then so I went into a QB house and I thought, mm-hmm. wow, this is really fast and efficient. Yeah. Once yeah. I discovered that I needed these special scissors, then that's yeah. all I needed. And then I just started showing them photos from my phone. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't matter what QB house I went to. Mm-hmm. I just, wherever I was, I'm like, you know what? I need a haircut. So I would just step inside to, uh, a QB house. I would pay uh, a thousand yen uh, in the little machine. And then a ticket would come out. And then you'd wait for your turn. And then you'd sit there. And then you go in. And it takes about 10 minutes. You tell them what you want. Uh, and I, I would just show them photos of like my previous haircut that I liked. And they would do it. That's it. That's that. And then they would, uh, uh, after they're done, they would take this little vacuum, this big fucking vacuum, um, yeah, uh, yeah, apparatus. Yeah, it's attached to the attached to the ceiling, and then they suck up. They yeah. suck up all the, oh, yeah. uh, all the hair around your around your face, around the back of your neck, and all over you. And then, and then, and then you were done. Yeah. It was yeah, always a very efficient experience for me. And I'd never seen a woman there once. Yeah. There's yeah, always hard, yeah, been yeah. men. There's always <laughs> men in a hurry as men on their fucking lunch break or after work. So there are certain times that you go to a Kubi house. Never, ever. Here's my advice to people coming to Japan and you want a haircut and you, you don't, you want something quick and efficient. Don't go to a Kubi house around lunchtime, which is between maybe 12 and uh, 2. Uh, because that's where a lot of these salary men go during these times. That's the only time that they have available. And then don't go from six to eight. Stay away from those times. Otherwise, you'll be waiting a long time. Hmm. So that's my advice to people if you want to get a haircut the same way I do. 
Um, but if you do want to go to a proper hair salon, then a reservation is in order. Yeah. Reservations. That's what you need to do at these uh, establishments that look like, you know, with the pillars that uh, Jerry was talking about. Yeah, these. If, you, if you're a woman, then you definitely have to call ahead. Although I think that's the same with many other establishments around the world. Yeah, booking ahead is very important. Hmm. But in, in our cases, yeah, you go to Cut A. Mm-hmm. Is Cut A just in the rural areas? I've never seen a Cut uh, A in uh, Tokyo. I don't know. It might just be in the area that I'm in, but um, it's, yeah, I don't know. You have no QB houses there? No, there's no QB houses. Mm. There's plenty of places, like there's another place that's 1,000 yen near my house, but it's it's really busy, so I don't like to go there. Um, but can, can I, I just remember yeah, that QB yeah. house had like a presence in America. Does it now? That? No, I didn't yeah. know that. I, I know that, what not it like the home office in Singapore? Because it's like that, the paraphernalia Maybe. that's, you know, it's like on the mm. walls in the QB house. They always have like Singapore. I'm like, wow, okay. Branch mm. office. Okay, so have you ever gotten a hair, like a shampoo at a really cheap place? No, no. I've always yeah. only at the hair salons, like yeah. the expensive ones. Okay, so let me, let me, uh, bestow upon you how cut a shampoos your hair oh they offer it yeah oh yeah yeah mm. so for a total of i don't know my advertising for cut a it seems but um mm. it's it's still kind of do like they, do a, they do they recycle it you know after it goes down the the sink does it go mm. somewhere else and put it back into a bottle that they reuse i think they uh put it in like their special milkshakes that oh, they serve okay. customers. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. a lot of With vitamins. Straws that they dropped off yeah. the on the floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything. It's, it's all reset. It's all of a, inside the in-house recycling, reusing. Yeah, yeah this is quite. This is quite the uh, endorsement for. Uh, <laughs> hey, Kade, reach out to us if you want like yeah. a uh, <laughs> advertising opportunity. <laughs> you sound like shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a repeat customer. <laughs> yeah. I like I was going to the other the new place the new cut A and I went there like two times before and each time they ask you if you want uh, uh, a, a point card and the first two times I was like ah no no but then I just kind of gave in I was like mm. all right yeah they wore okay, you down yeah, I wore me down I'm like a sad person with a point card now like I don't know what's like a final. I'll take your point card. Hmm. So I guess I'm going here. I'm I'm connected to you now. Don't don't disappoint me. Anyway, hmm. they got this like hair uh, shampoo thing. So you know, in a normal place, when you go, you get a hair when they shampoo your hair, they uh, back you up, right? Don't they back you up and then they lean you back? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that how it works? That's right. how it works. That's normal, right? That's how things work in America. Yeah. That's how it works in New Zealand, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like that. Yeah, it's normal. Hey, cut mm. A. You know, cut A yeah. is a cut yeah. above everyone else. That's okay. what I'm telling what you do about. They do? Yeah, they're a cut above everyone else. Do they do something they, that's unique? <laughs> they do something that is above and beyond everyone else in efficiency. Okay. So wow. what they do is they tell you to lean forward into the sink. Okay. So, your yeah. neck, your neck, your jugular is yeah. pressed against cold, hard porcelain. God, <laughs> 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 he's amazing. And, wow. And you get the singular, unique. you get the singular experience <laughs> of feeling like you're being waterboarded with water <laughs> pouring over your face. <laughs> <laughs> do you have to pay extra for this oh yeah definitely yeah, you're got- getting a shampoo <laughs> wow that's yeah. incredible that's the first yeah. time i've heard of this yeah i've been in japan a long time this is the first i've heard of kade and it's unique uh shampooing uh <laughs> practices <laughs> shampooing practices that's amazing i i I like the first I I, I was getting shampoos I, and I went I went back to my wife uh, went home to my wife and I was like these people 
They make you lean forward in the sink. She's Fucking like, animals. And anyway, I figured out. I figured out the best way to deal with it. On my fourth or fifth experience of say no I kept shampoo, thanks. I, uh, <laughs> no, I was doing it because I was like, this is the most fucked up experience. I want to keep doing this for research purposes. Yeah, 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 research purposes. I was like, why would you make someone put their neck on the edge of a sink? What about your Adam's apple? Your yeah, Adam's apple. Adam's Did you have any like, uh, discomfort? No. Yeah. It's like totally <laughs> fucked up. It's like the most ridiculous. And you're like, <laughs> so you can't like breathe. And then water is pouring over your forehead <laughs> into your nose. Cause that's how water oh. flows over your face. Cause you're facing down. <laughs> so the water, so you try to breathe through your mouth. You can't because your Adam's apples like, <laughs> and then your nose is like, <laughs> so you can't like, you can't. You're, you're like, okay, I know the secrets. The the the, yeah. the, 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 the bomb codes are two, three, four, five, six. Just let me out of the shampoo. <laughs> so I I learned something. I I learned a technique that you can do. Yeah. My yeah. Re- repeated experiences. What you do is, you take the your shoulders, and you push yeah. your shoulders up against the bottom of the sink. So in th- that way, is you that, can support your Is that through wa- watching other customers, other patrons? Of no, Kale? it's just or through my own. Or did you figure it out on your own? I figured it out on my own. Oh, wow. It, so I, I pushed my shoulders because it's a repeat. You know, I did this like four or five times. And then I finally realized <laughs> <laughs> I went through masochist. three or four waterboarding experiences before I realized, oh, if I push my shoulders up against the bottom of the sink, then that'll support my neck and I don't have to rest my Adam's apple on the on the cold hard porcelain but wouldn't wouldn't the wouldn't the hairdressers give you advice wouldn't they position shouldn't they position you in the right place advice these people drop combs on the floor and pick them up and <laughs> <laughs> yeah work it out for yourself motherfucker yeah that's right uh, fair enough yeah i you know what my favorite thing is like and i know this happens all around the world but like the the uh the mirror at the end of your haircut they show the mirror and like you're oh, looking the at back. the mirror yeah, in the back yeah. and it's like, how is this? Has anyone just been like, that's the most fucked up looking shit I've ever seen in my life. Like, could you imagine yeah. like, have you ever said anything in response to that except for, oh, it looks fine. Have you ever said oh, anything? I have like said, it? no, I've said, for, um, uh, can you take off more from the, oh wow. Oh, okay. From the top. Uh, oh, do you yeah. mind uh, uh, straight, uh, putting that straightening comb through my hair again? I've mm-hmm. said that a lot. Oh, okay. Because they don't yeah. want to go to the as much of the extreme that I want. Mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of unique in that case. I don't think mm-hmm. people demand them much because my hair is very curly and wavy. So I've, I said, take take that shit out. And, and, and I get uh, these looks after a second go around and they say, well, it's a little bit, yeah, like as in dangerous or, you know, <laughs> you might be losing your hair from that point. You know, you can't thin it too much. I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, we're on the precipice yeah <laughs> to fall yeah. off the cliff of this haircut and many of them you know have a point because i I do have like a, a good head of hair um mm-hmm. so i should be appreciative uh, appreciative of the hair that i have and and i'm sure like like again you know when i was straightening my hair there are many people who spend shit, a shitload of money curling their hair right right it's yeah. about wanting something that you don't can't have, have. Yeah. You don't have, and you can't, and the only way you can get it is through paying like a hairdresser to make it happen for you. Mm-hmm. It's about not being comfortable in your own skin, right? That's that's all it is. I don't know. Even like, now, I guess, but do you, but I do just you don't. Have, I just think it's yeah. like unruly. <clears throat> that's the only real reason I do now is I don't really. I just like to have it short and and uh, and thinned out, is because I don't really have to comb it or worry about it. Mm. Do you ever feel like you like you feel good after a haircut, or do you feel bad after a haircut? Usually. Depends on the haircut. Yeah. Or sometimes the they person. take off too much, or yeah. sometimes it's not enough thinning. Or, but you know, you know, you know what I've noticed is that after a shower, it's always different anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You're like oh, it you looks good a, you now. Have a shower first. Oh, yeah. We get all that hair stuck in your ears, so you gotta like wash it out. You you have your hair parted to the side. Yeah. How is it that your hair has it always been parted to the same side, or did you decide at some stage in your life 
to part it that way. Okay. Why, you, why isn't it parted to the other side? Hey, that's why an interesting question. Yeah. So I, I think it, it's always been part, like I have l- little kid pictures of me when I was like five and I had it parted to that side. And, but what I noticed was uh, about five or six years ago when I got a haircut, sometimes I would part it to the other side and it looked kind of cool because your hair does like a different wavy thing if right, you part it yeah. to the other side. So it looks kind of cool, but it feels uncomfortable. So it's like, oh, I look more interesting with it on that side, but I'm going to naturally subconsciously push it to the other side eventually. Right. So I can't keep it on that side. It just feels weird on my head to change it to the other side. Mm. What about you? Have you ever tried to ch- try different parts in your hair? Yeah, I've tried different like different sides, left, right, middle. I still haven't uh, decided on the side. I just depending on how I'm feeling. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh man, everyone's got a different way. I mean, sometimes I feel like when I get a haircut, I feel like frumpy. Like I'm like, Ugh. Ugh. and sometimes I'm well, like, hey, there I am. Well, again, you're going back to like what I was saying before about the haircut having a real mm. huge difference on people's emotions and mm. uh, your identity, how you feel in the world. Yeah. And it's important. It's important to, yeah, how you want to see yourself in the world. Mm. Here, yeah, haircuts can really make a huge difference. Um, a good haircut versus <coughs> a bad one. Yeah. Hey, uh, I got another little tiny story. Yeah. Okay, so this one is a cheap haircut place. And uh well, cheaper than cut A. Cheaper than cut A. This was in wow. Tokyo. I think this was like a thousand yen. Thousand yen place. Do they do they do they just take your head uh, and, and put it in a bucket with yeah. some shampoo? <laughs> <laughs> they what they do is they cut your fucking head off. And then they shake it around in a blender and then they put it back on. That's how they cut what? your hair. Uh, they take a butter. They take a butter knife and they take a butter knife in the air. <laughs> they, get, they saw it off very, very precisely. It's surprisingly nice. I don't know how mm. they do it. Uh, so this guy, you know, I look through the window and I see this hairstylist, and he looks at me. And he looks a little nervous. So I'm like, oh Jesus, this is a nervous guy. I don't want to get this guy. So I'm sitting down. And then uh, he's cutting cutting people's hair, and then sometimes he's nervously looking at me, like <laughs> little little kind of like wavering mouth kind of movements. And there's another guy over there cutting hair, and I'm like, oh, I hope I get that guy. And then you know how like the hair cutters have these mysterious doors. You know what I'm talking about? Like they they just open a door and then they're gone. And it's like yeah, yeah, this place yeah. is tiny. Where do they go? It looks like a yeah. closet. I know it's like yeah. the back space, but it doesn't look like it goes anywhere, right? Right, right. So like this guy disappears and it's like, oh, I guess curtain call for that guy. So there's just this guy remaining. I got shit. So he comes up and I, I get called to his chair and I sit down. And I tell him my spiel about how I want my hair. And he's, In Japanese, right? Yeah, in Japanese. Yeah. And like uh, he's got my And you've hair. never had any issues with the pronunciation or the grammar? You're pretty certain that what you're saying is... Yeah, I mean, it's like very simple all stuff. Accurate. It's yeah. all based on like the verb form te plus kudasai. Yeah. yeah. It's like... And mimi, mimi meaning ear. Mimi no way yeah. ni kite kudasai. Or mimi dashite kudasai. Right. That can be okay. another way. Yeah. yeah. So I, I never like... Me chotto way ni kite kudasai. Mm. Like just a little bit above the eyes. Yeah. Right? Right, yeah. just cut it real short in the back, like so that that type of thing. So anyway, this guy's cutting my hair, and he's he's just a little little off, right? And he's getting real close to my ear, and I can mm. I can can see his hand. It's kind of shaking. That's not a Lit- good sign. Yeah, and then he's cutting and he's cutting and he's getting closer to my ear, and then sip, he cut my fucking ear. Get out of here. He cut, really? He snipped it. Just, just like, fuck. Ah. Oh, is it blood? Fuck. Yeah, just a little bit of blood came out. Fucking he hell. Yeah, so he was so nervous that this motherfucker cut my fucking ear. 
it didn't cut it off. Not a Van Gogh Van Gogh situation, but I mean, it was like, well, you know Jesus. what? You said it was cheap, so you get what you paid for, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> hey, I shot myself in the foot. I guess. I mean, what the hell? Cut I yourself know in the ear. Yeah, cut myself in the ear. So like this guy, he cut my. And then what do you do at this point? I mean, if I get angry, he's gonna get more nervous. The other guy's in some secret portal in the back. What does like, it do know. with the? I mean, well, how did he react after that? Oh, see my sand. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And then he just finished cutting my hair, and I was like, here's a thousand yen. Never went back again. So there's like three places in Japan that I'm never Jesus going again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the fact that he actually drew blood from cutting your fucking... I mean, that's... Isn't that lawsuit material right there? Can't you sue I mean, him for actually I guess, putting your... I know we're having the topic of Human Rights Watch, but, uh, you know, but, I mean, I just... It, it's. I would he, never stand for that. Yeah, you know, someone actually. It. I mean, this is your fucking job, motherfucker. What yeah. is it? What what the, what, the, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're in the wrong profession if you actually cut my fucking ear. Yeah. Uh, how much was it? A thousand yen. A thousand yen. Yeah. I mean, that's still the same as like QB House. Yeah. So. Yeah. What was the name of the place? I can't remember. It was so long ago. It was like 2008. Uh, it mm. was in front. It was near Kanamachi Station, but um, I, I never went there again. You know, mm. it's like. And you know, you know those scissors that he cut you with. You know, he dropped them on the fucking ground a few times <laughs> before that. So if your ear, I'm surprised there was no infection. Nothing fell off. Nothing fell off. I'm still in one piece. But yeah, it's like kind kind of wild. You know the the different things. <laughs> I've never had any issues at all with any of the fucking hair salons or hairstyles or barbers I've been to. Any mm. number of them. I've never had an issue. Yeah. Most and the fact that you've had yeah. three like that, yeah. fuck. Why? You know how I, I, would, I would be Actually four because one, I was rejected the first time I tried to get a haircut. Oh, the racist bitches in Shibuya. Yeah. yeah. So fuck. the thing about the haircuttery in Kanamachi, I think that guy, he was nervous because I was a gaijin. Oh, of course. Yeah, I can see. It. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the reason why he was nervous. He got to look at me and then he was just nervous. Not that Even he though was you explained racist. to him in Japanese, right? Yeah. Even though I explained things in Japanese, it's just that he probably didn't have a lot of experience. You're the first guys and customer you, you yeah, ever had, Yeah, and maybe. he just didn't yeah. really, he just got nervous and cut my ear. So, mm. is you know, those are the unfortunate events, you know, that happen. I mean, ninety-nine percent of my haircuts have turned out acceptable, I guess. <laughs> yeah, pa passable. The majority of them, and the other ones are when they're cutting your fucking hair or dropping combs. <laughs> you make the whole industry out to be just like a fucking bunch of fucking idiots. The underbelly of haircuts. Yeah, you start wondering about the licenses these guys get for fucking hairdressing. Like mum and pop shops for fucking hairdressers. Or, yeah. I don't know. Very different experiences. Yeah. You and I have different experiences over hairdressers. I've always had very good ones. Uh, mm -hmm. QB House, you can't go wrong. That's my recommendation. Yep. QB, QB House, House, and they're good. not going to fucking uh, waterboard you. Never <laughs> waterboard you and during a shampooing uh, session. Cut A sounds like a... Yeah... If you're in the rural areas, area and you're yeah. struggling, maybe find like a. I mean, surely there are other salons right in rural areas. Yeah, you know, you know how I mean, you've got like the one or two man shop right in those hair yeah, salons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would, I would rather go to one of those places. Yeah, I mean, and you could build. You know, I mean, they got a reputation in the area too, unlike yeah. these fucking uh, chain chain hairdressers. Well, the thing is, is like once. Once uh, the pandemic's out, then I'll be going to the the station side place again because that's that's 1180 yen and the seats overlook a crosswalk so you can as you're getting a haircut you can watch people walking around and stuff like that it's on yeah. the second floor so it's kind of a nice place and i usually get something that is acceptable and i'll go shopping for records and shit like that and then go home right well um i'm surprised that we were spoken about this topic for an hour. Yeah. Because when you first brought it up to me, I thought, what, what the fuck am I going to talk about uh, <laughs> regarding hairdressing? But I'm glad we did because yeah. you shared some very interesting stories. <laughs> and you've uh, 
slandered uh, a couple of uh, companies, which uh, <laughs> people are aware of now. And I don't think we could be legally uh, liable uh, because yeah. they're just talking about your experiences with these companies. Yeah. I, hey, I still go to these <laughs> companies. <laughs> <laughs> if they're listening, you've got to worry more about like you know getting a cut in your fucking ear than actually having it removed or... <laughs> Yes, Don't worry, yes, our audience yes. isn't that big. It's fine. They're yeah, not going to lose yeah. many customers. Yeah, they're not going to lose okay. any customers. <laughs> yeah, not even you. <laughs> not even me. <laughs> I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep coming back. Don't you worry, guys. Well, well, I'll say this for the rest of the audience: like, fuck you, Kade. <laughs> fuck you, the other fucking uh, shitty uh, hairdresser. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, 109 building. Whatever. 20 years ago, 109 building. So best of luck to you if you get a haircut in Japan. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Until next time. All right. See you later. <laughs>